Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a prairie proud wrestling podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well. It seems like uh, winter is on the verge of fully arriving in all of Canada. I know out west they got quite a bit of snow. Here in Manitoba, some parts got snow. Winnipeg, we got a little bit. It's already gone. We had our own little bit of a Manitoba Chinook, maybe, you know, like the... Maybe we'll start getting Chinooks here. We'll get rid of the minus 40 temperatures and we'll have like Alberta type weather throughout the winter. That would be nice. As someone who works outside, I would welcome that. But I doubt it's going to happen, but we'll deal with it. We'll make the best of it. On to the podcast. Um, Normally, the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast covers everything, you know, we'll say west of Manitoba. Um, it's not limited to that, but it's just how it goes. A lot of places that, uh, within driving distance of Winnipeg, I like to touch base on because, Hey, if there's a show out in Saskatoon or Alberta that you really want us to go to, you could make the trek out there. You could do the drive, go check it out. Or in the Midwest, you know, you could do the dip down to the States, head down to Minneapolis, check out a great show or North Dakota, you know, it's anything within driving distance. This week, however, we are doing, we're expecting. Expanding the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast grasp across Canada. We're dipping as far east as we can. This week on the podcast, joining me is Andrew Love. Now, Andrew grew up in Ontario. He bounces back and forth wrestling between Ontario and the Maritimes. So if you're in one of the two, chances are you will have a chance to check him out. He is young, he's very hungry, and he uh, has a, a fantastic outlook on wrestling. So when I had the chance to talk to him and just hearing like his enthusiasm and you could almost sense like the drive with him. So it was a really fun chat. We talked about his start in wrestling, bouncing back and forth between the two, uh, the two kind of areas, you know, Ontario, the Maritimes, the differences, just all of his career up to this point. And we also touched on a really special occasion and that was uh, being a part of a past recent uh, WWE event he was you know an extra on Raw for um, a segment that he'll talk about and he also had a dark match before the Smackdown in Winnipeg he also shares his thoughts on that so we're going to jump right into it without further ado on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast Andrew Love now you grew up in Ontario correct? yep that is correct so what was growing up like for you in Ontario? Uh, like from the area I lived in, like, had a bad name and stuff, but truly, like, I always thought it was fine. And, like, yeah. I I got to see, like, go to Toronto all the time. I was so close to it, see the CN Tower. And uh, as much as I like the big cities, like, like, we'll get there later, but moving away from, like, Ontario makes you look at it differently. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, I don't know the population, but the town I live in only currently outside of Ontario, Nova Scotia only has like 7,000 people. Okay. So living in a city like where I was in Oshawa, Ontario, there's like 250,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is like, it, it was going up in Ontario was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to see more indie wrestling. We got to see more like 
big league wrestling, like WWE and stuff. Yeah. And, and TNA came to my city a couple times. And so, like, I'm thankful that I got to grow up in Ontario. And uh, the whole commercial says, good things grow in Ontario. It was like a, it was like a commercial on TV. It had like a cool melody to it, but I, I agree. Like it, I got to grow in Ontario, so I'm. I know because you mentioned TNA, and even to this day, they still will do tapings. I think now they announced one for like Windsor next year. So I, yeah, I, I like that they're still going back to Canada and not forgetting about it. Yeah, that's good. I'm uh, like I'm pretty sure the first ever TNA show was in Oshawa, Ontario, where I grew up, and like I was raised, and I went to that. It was like uh, no surrender, like 2008. Okay. It's got to be, yeah. And it was in Oshawa, Ontario, at the GM set. So I'm glad that they're coming to Canada more often. But growing up, there's only like a couple of handful of shows. Mm-hmm. When, like, when you were growing up, I mean, obviously, most people who get into wrestling were wrestling fans growing up. Um, oh yeah, I'm assuming that as well for you. But what yeah. else? What else were you into besides that? <laughs> uh, there, there wasn't much, uh, no. but. You know, I actually, like, some of my friends call me, like, a wrestling encyclopedia. So, like, I know so much, and, like, my memory of it, it's, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And But I actually really enjoy, like, baseball, watching baseball. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me, like, like, like people's records and stuff about baseball, I wouldn't know. I just, like, enjoy it. Like, yeah. going, going to, like, the Rogers Center for games was so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you just... You know, you buy cheap tickets and get a hot dog and sit down and enjoy <laughs> like set. four hour ball game. That's mm-hmm. fun. Even watching on TV, like, uh, the, like I remember watching with my family. Like, if it wasn't wrestling, it was like baseball. And there was a real period of my time where I, I loved football and I like I loved like watching the Tie Cats and Argos. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not really a fan of football anymore. And again, if you ask me questions about football, I wouldn't know anything about it. But like just in, sitting down sometimes, it was fun. I was a I was a Saints fan growing up. Uh, okay, yeah, but wrestling like was my whole life. Yeah, like, day night uh, during school, I'm thinking about wrestling. Do you like? Do you have a first memory of it? <laughs> yeah. Um. So my first life memories are wrestling memories. That's how wild it is. I've been watching professional wrestling since literally like I came out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first memory of this, like maybe even life, is just Kurt Angle walking to the ring. Okay. Um, I don't know who he was wrestling. I just remember Kurt Angle. Yeah, he, he he was bald, so it was it was after the Edge match. Um, but like that's why Kurt Angle always had a special part of me, like mm-hmm. in my heart. Is he's my first memory of life. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know as soon as he got bald, like I think he was on SmackDown at the time, and that's sort of like when I kind of checked out of that time area and I got back into it years later, but like, I know that I missed so much of like his career just because of that. Yeah. And some, some of those were like the best times of him. Like mm-hmm. the, his TNA run was awesome. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I went back and I saw the match he had with Ray Mysterio. Oh, the, yeah. And that was such a fun watch to see those two go at it, like two different styles, <laughs> but they worked like magic in the ring. Together. Yeah. And it was it's wild. Was that the SummerSlam match? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was awesome. That was like the best opener in like SummerSlam history. You, you Any pay per view. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong with those two. Yeah, was, they were awesome. You mentioned like your family, so like they were into wrestling as well as you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, my grandparents watched it. My great grandparents, my great uncles, like mm-hmm. you name it, we we're all wrestling fans. 
And uh, most of them actually over time, they just like faded away. And I think the only reason they're back in, some of them are back into it now is because of me. Like mm-hmm. just, they, they don't watch it on TV, but they come to my local shows. And okay. as in local, I mean like my Ontario local shows. So I'm, I have like step family out here. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they actually might've been to one or two of my shows, which is cool. Like very supportive. Um, I'm lucky to have like a supportive dad and stepmom and and uh, my uncle and aunt and uh, stuff like that. They always come to my shows if they if I come to their town. Yeah, and so it's like uh, Kitchener, Ontario, or Oshawa, Ontario. If, it, if I'm in there and stuff, or if I'm in like a random town and I have like a aunt or uncle out there, they they show up. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that's pretty cool. Though. It's nice to have that support because you do hear of some you know families who just aren't into it. They don't go. Or, yeah, you know, they're not. You know, they they wonder why, but to have that sort of support system can do a wonder for a person. Yeah, and I still think they wonder why, but <laughs> they're like, ah, it's like, and I'd be like, oh, my neck hurts today. They're like, no shit, you got thrown like off the top rope four times. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that probably gets it. <laughs> do you remember the first show you went to? Oh yeah, um, so it was a it was a WWE show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the Air Canada Center. Uh, it's called the Scotiabank Arena now. Yeah. Um, it was there was a Hell in a Cell match, so I'm I'm thinking it was Unforgiven 2006. Okay. Uh, uh, Edge and Cena mm-hmm. were in the latter TLC match, and I'm like, man, they they went all out on that pay per view. Like there was so much like like crazy stuff happening in that pay per view. It was like Trish's last match. Like last match yeah. quotations, yeah, <laughs> and um, and then you realize why because they, they didn't come back to a pay per view for ten years. I'm like, okay, they knew they were gonna come back, so they they, they went all out, mm-hmm. and uh, that was my first. Um, and then I went to like live events or house shows, you know, call them over the years, yeah. Um, but my my first indie show, that's what really changed my life for wrestling. Like, was October fifth, twenty thirteen. I went to a local show in Oshawa. And uh, that changed it. That were, when I went to that show, I was like, "Whoa, people are like the same size as me." Oh, I, I was tiny back then. But they're like, "There's mm-hmm. guys that are like smarter than me." Mm-hmm. And looking back now, the size I am now is the size of some of those guys. So I'm like, I may not be the biggest, I may not be the strongest, but if these guys can do it, I'm not taking away from them. They're awesome. But like, if they if they can do it and they can follow their dreams, I can too. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for those indie shows, uh, I wouldn't be where I am because. Part of my training, I people say, was like me going to shows. I went to so many local indie shows that I was remembered. I was the annoying fan. They remembered me. And, <laughs> and, and, and getting to wrestle some of these people that I watched, I sat in the front while watching, is like mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy. It's, uh, it, it must almost be one of those things like you almost never expect to be in that position when you're sitting there watching, and then you are, and it's almost like, a, this is yeah. really cool. Yeah, especially getting to wrestle – in the venues that I got to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all over the place and like looking at that, like if I went to a show, usually me and my buddy would sit in the same seats every show. Mm-hmm. People remembered us, you know, always front row, always the same seats. Um, so they became our seats. And like, I will like look into those seats where, where I used to sit and be like, that used to be me. And, and then having people were like, so I've been wrestling five and a half years. Yeah. There was a guy, that was like, uh, I'm maybe my math would be off, but he was like 14 when I like went to a show, mm-hmm. and now he's like 18. I don't know if the math is right there. Uh, he might be older. I forget. 
but he was like, man, I watched you like when I was like younger and like, I'm like, I'm, I'm only five years in, like, that's mm-hmm. crazy to hear. And so me telling those people that, man, I used to watch you when I was 12 and they're like, Oh my God, like that, that's my moment. Yeah. Um, uh, just a couple weekends ago, over the last few years, I've gotten to wrestle Gabriel Flares. He's like up and coming around here. Like mm-hmm. he's been wrestling. Well, not up and coming, but he's obviously like he's a future star. That's what I mean. Like, so uh, he's gonna he's gonna be signed in the next like three years. He's been wrestling like, ten years or so. So like when I say up and coming, I mean he's like he's the next big thing and like outside of Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I got to wrestle him, and like I was a huge fan of his. Um, Alexander Del Bruno. He's been wrestling in Ontario for like the last twenty years. I I had pictures with him and I got to wrestle him last month and that that's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Is you you get to experience something like that and it's you know it adds more towards for you like to you know to almost like you get to experience this and then it's like this is really cool and it almost motivates you more and keeps pushing. It does. Pushing. It does. Yeah. Um, when uh, good. Uh, when uh like you mentioned training and I wanted to ask about how that all started for you. Yeah. I, so I knew ever since like, I didn't know, but I had in my mind and I told, I would tell people all the time when I'm old enough, I'm going to be a wrestler. And mm-hmm. I said that first time when I was six. And so over the years, it was like, Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah we get it. Yeah. We want to be, we want to be astronauts. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. And no one ever believed. You know what I mean, and I hope those people that said they want to be astronauts, I hope they did too. Mm-hmm. But I think at like my family was like, oh, they're gonna, he's gonna help grow it. He's gonna, it's, it's gonna, it's a phase. Yeah. And then it step kept happening when I was older, and they were like, oh. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I was fifteen, I went to an open house, and they were giving out training. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can start when you're sixteen. Okay. Well, I turned sixteen, and I was low on money, obviously, growing up, and like I wasn't. I wasn't poor, but I wasn't rich. So mm-hmm. it took me a while, but like I was 16, uh, like around eight months into 16 when I uh, started training. So I got to start really young and uh, I tr- started training at a local school. Uh, and there's also, they also run shows. I don't know if you heard of them, but it's super kicked pro wrestling yeah. out of, yeah. out of Toronto. Yeah. And I trained there for two years and had my first match when I was 17. So again, I got, I, even though in my head, I'm like, oh man, time's running out. I'm only 22 years old. I have five and a half years of experience. Mm-hmm. And like, I get to wrestle every weekend and travel. And like, so in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm running out of time stuff. It's like, I've got the, like, I've seen the mountaintop. We're probably going to get there. Right. Yeah. And uh, in, in this conversation, I got to, I've gotten to wrestle for the biggest company. So my goal is to always get back there because it's happened already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only 22, so imagine what I can do when I'm 32 with, with 10 years of experience and stuff like that. One thing that I am a huge uh, fan of is seeing, you know, someone, you're 22 years old. So, like, you are, like, the next crop, you know, but you're you're there right now. But it's, like, you have all this time ahead of you, whereas there's, you know, some places where you don't have the same amount of uh yeah younger wrestlers coming up through it you know so like to Mm -hmm. see like yourself in ontario and out east doing this and then there's guys out west doing it it's it's really incredible to see and watch you guys grow and continue to like get better yeah it's wild and we all have the same goal so it's like it's cool when i get to go to like these shows in winnipeg and i see people from like alberta and winnipeg area 
mm-hmm. in Vancouver. And they're all like talking because like we never met, but we know the same people, yeah. which is cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how long after training before you had your first match? Um, so some people it's quicker, but mine was uh, mine mm-hmm. was eleven months. So mm-hmm. I started training in April 2017, and in March 2018, I had my first match. And uh, some people's matches are like the worst first match. Let's be honest. Some of them are really bad, and some of them are really good. And mine was in the middle. My my first match is pretty decent. Like I'm not like pat myself on the back, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm proud of what I, I was able to do in that first match. And obviously, the reason it was okay because it was someone I trained with, so like we knew each other. But mm-hmm. um, I've had worse matches over the years, and like that first match, like that first match, like if my life ended today. It was okay because I got to do what I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, and and now when I get big opportunities like that, I'm like again, I'm like wow, how, who knew like that eighteen year old, how that six year old, like in, in grade one, he'd be so proud of like mm-hmm. what I've accomplished today. It's it's one of those things you kind of have to like in wrestling and with everything. There's always the highs and lows, and yeah. it, it's one of those things you have to keep in mind. Be like when you were younger dreaming about this and you reached that goal, you got to wrestle a match, you know, and it's like almost just looking back at that to kind of like level yourself out mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you remember who your opponent was in that first match? Yeah. His name was uh, clash Kincaid. And, uh, Kincaid. He's yeah. He's so he, he's a local guy in Ontario and I've had like 20 matches with him since then. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we know each other from like, everything we do so uh, we've trained together for like almost six years now so mm-hmm. one of my best friends well, that's good i mean i i'd ask if you had any reservations about getting into training but like just knowing your love for wrestling i'm not even gonna bother yeah it, without a doubt you had zero so yeah zero <laughs> um what like in the ontario scene like because i know predominantly I'm I focus out west. I know I know you've done, you know, all over, but uh I wanted to talk a little bit about that and what it's like right now and just, you know, your experiences there. Yeah, I I'm lucky enough to like be known before I started training because of being people remembered me and uh mm-hmm. they uh gave me more opportunity to like they're like, "Oh yeah, come to this show." And uh, I I would help out at shows every weekend and stuff. So um but uh like everyone's their own person uh, explain this like but we can all be friends but at the end of the day we're all we all have that one goal right it's yeah. like our na- name on a piece of paper so everyone's respectful everyone's nice uh i'm thankful for the opportunities i'm getting but there's so many wrestlers in ontario it's like hard to give everyone an opportunity so the bigger promotions want the bigger guys mm-hmm. and uh so you, the I just it's it's best to make a name for yourself outside and then come to Ontario I think or make your name in Ontario and go elsewhere that mm-hmm. one that that and that that's what I did I'm still like I still go back and forth mm-hmm. it's it's easy to be forgotten about out there so you have to be constant you have to you have to like keep showing up and helping out and even if you're not booked show up mm-hmm. show face because it's easy to get forgotten in wrestling mm-hmm. and and i'm i'm real because 
Quebec is smaller and LE here is smaller and the Winnipeg and Manitoba area, they're, there's the wrestling community smaller. Mm-hmm. Ontario is like the hot point. Ontario is where everyone views wrestling. Like, so if you're like work for a major company and you want to scout talent, you're going to look at Ontario. What I, sorry, um, my window closed out. What I like in Ontario to when you mentioned there's bigger promotions and then the smaller ones, and you really have to make a name for yourself from those smaller ones. It's almost like what you see in uh, Japan. You have your yeah. ma- main promotions there and a plethora of smaller ones where people will bust their ass off working in those ones to try to make it to the the bigger ones. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you see someone like Shingo Takagi in New Japan. Well, he wrestled, you know, in, dragon's gate and all over to build up to that and it's almost similar on a different scale to ontario right. yeah I, I feel that yeah and um, uh and, and like in japan people only know the big companies so the outsiders they have to like really search to like find these smaller companies because mm-hmm. as a fan of japanese wrestling growing up i only knew like two promotions but there's there's way more mm-hmm. you have to just dig deep and find them so mm-hmm. that's what i like about ontario too mm-hmm. Because I know for myself, being in Winnipeg, I knew, you know, okay, there's C4, there's Smash, you know, like all the the main ones, you know? Yeah. I knew about Border City only because Scott Damore had his Mm -hmm. relationship with Don Callis, so it kind of translated. But besides that, you really have to dig deep and see more. And then, oh, there's, you know, Crossbody Pro, there's this one, there's Superkick and all this. And it's like, okay, there is a lot more to it. You just have to look for it. Yeah. Um. Now, I mean, you grew up in Ontario. When did you make the move out east? Uh, like four months ago in June. Okay, so uh, it's very June recent. 2022. Yeah, but okay. I started coming here in August of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got I got booked on a Kaizen show and I, I, I trained. Or first, I went out to train on a Kaizen show. They're like, just train and stuff. And so I just, I brought myself out to train and and then they booked me on their show and then they brought me back and I just I kept getting brought back and brought mm-hmm. back and and Kaizen wrestling is, is awesome. It's like the the environment and uh, I'm like wow, this is the maritime wrestling scene. Like the students were awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in May, I just got like I don't know how to make this dramatic, but I got all in one day. I got a bunch of bookings for the maritimes thrown at me, mm-hmm. and they're like I got message, message, message from different promoters. I'm like oh my god, I, I'm running like um. I'm like, I have to go back and forth from Ontario and uh, here. And then there was a point where my all of my August and July were just maritime bookings oh, wow. with like two Ontario bookings that I kept there for like my, my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was like, I came here in May. Oh, so in November, I met my girlfriend who is a referee mm-hmm. around here. And then, so that's like the main, that's the reason why I moved here. But then, I was visiting her in May and I did a Kaizen show at the same time. Um, the, the, all those bookings got thrown at me. So I'm like, well, how do I make this all work? So I started, I went home, did three like weeks of shows and stuff. Um, I, then I came back here with all my stuff moved here. Uh, then I, I wrestled like the first few, like, I think there was like one weekend in July that I went home and wrestled. And then I came back did a show in new brunswick and then all maritime shows Mm -hmm. so i went back and forth like i think three times this summer maybe less but august was just 
every week in August, sometimes like three week shows a weekend. It, it was wild. Like I'm, and, and that's where I learned that not all of the maritime wrestling is like Kaiser. And there's a lot of like not good people, but my experience had been decent. And you learn like, you just learn to like say no or yes and stuff and like stand up for yourself. You yeah. get treated good. Um, yeah. I met some awesome people out here uh, over my like year of just coming here and even living here. I, I, I met like Kobe Christ is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really helped me believe in myself more. Um, all the Kaizen students, they're amazing. Like they're the future of this province or the future of this country. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then obviously like Ref Abby is my girlfriend. She, mm-hmm. She's been like getting booked all over and even Ontario bookings. But uh, like, and obviously there's like not good people who shouldn't get booked, but that's everywhere. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, yeah. But <laughs> other, other than that, like I love, I love this province for wrestling. Um, everyone take care, takes care of each other. If you don't have somewhere to stay, they offer you their couch. And I'd do the same for them. I just live like three hours away from every everywhere else, so no one wants to like backtrack to come to my house. But this, the community is awesome. That is a big thing, especially in wrestling, is to be able to have that support. You know, like especially coming in, like moving out mm-hmm. east. You know, like yeah, you're, you're uprooting your life, so to be able to have that sort of support system, it makes the transition a lot easier and allows you to develop these relationships. Yeah, and uh, I I came in as an outsider with a little bit of people knowing me, mm-hmm. and uh, and now I've like I've made more merch sales here than I ever have in like Ontario, so I'm thankful for that, making waves and stuff. <laughs> have you have you noticed uh, many differences between doing shows out in Nova Scotia and the Maritimes as opposed uh, to Ontario? Um, yeah, Ontario loves like wrestling, like anything off the top rope type of stuff. Here, mm-hmm. they just they just they want to see wrestling. Like yeah. they, 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 they see it differently. And they're like, if you clap your hands and stomp your feet, they're going to like love it still. Mm-hmm. If you did that in Ontario, they're going to just stay quiet. But if you call someone a chicken out here, they're, they're calling them a chicken too. They're chanting chicken. In some places, Ontario, you can get away with that. But most of them are, they want to see all the fancy stuff. Yeah. If, One if- drop kick and you're good out here. Okay, yeah, it's more like I think people just old school. Yeah, that's what I was looking for—the old school sort of mentality about it, you know. So yeah, okay. Um, I wanted to ask you about ACW. Okay, yeah, and uh, just if you could talk a little bit about that and how that all came to be. Yeah, yeah. ACW was uh, a dream of mine since I was like early teenager. Um, I would go, me and my buddy would go, and we would go on two K, and we would we would start this promotion. It's called two, uh, sorry, it's called ACW mm-hmm. and we would book our own shows. We'd run them like every day. It was, it was wild. We would have tournaments and stuff. And we're like, man, one day ACW is going to be real. And like, yeah, it is. And, uh, I, I did the show. I rented a ring and I booked wrestlers who were already trained. And I literally ran a backyard promotion in the summer of 2021 on my birthday. And, uh, I ran like a backyard show. Um, kitchen was the change room and stuff invited mm-hmm. people it was free show um, sold like pop and like uh, chips and stuff to yeah. make some money and yeah it was like it wasn't many it was like 25 30 people of this fans and friendly and invites only and we had a wild show We're like let's do this for real in a venue mm-hmm. so we did in march and we had 150 people on our first show and we we're like wow and, that's incredible and, we, and uh so 
we uh it was just me and my buddy noah right and then two other wrestlers locally and we we did this together and and it's just it, it's on a, it's on a rise right and mm-hmm. like so we're still new we have to we have to build trust of people and stuff mm-hmm. but it, it was just that's pretty much it started in 2k 2k 16 probably to think that to start in a video game and to have this like come to real life for you you know like that's that is an incredible feat in its own yeah it's crazy have you like i mean being an active wrestler and then also trying to put on shows like this what are some of the difficulties that you've you've experienced doing this um travel like it's just i i have to travel a lot now like like traveling as a wrestler is fine traveling like uh to do the show, I have to get there today, like, and like to run the show, I have to get there the day before and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, we have to do meetings on the phone and stuff uh, and all that, like uh, FaceTime meetings. So it's, it's a little rough living out here. Mm-hmm. Um, the mix of being a wrestler and a promoter is it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, you build more like contacts that way. Uh, I don't, I don't think this is a, a big challenge other than like, I, I did the drive. It was 20 hours right there. And then 20 hours back, so it was, it was, I'd rather fly. It's cheaper oh. and it's, it's better on the back. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I did the drive or we did the drive to uh, Alberta this year from Winnipeg. And that was 13 hours alone. And like, that was exhausting. So yeah, it is to do a 20 hours one way. No, thanks. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, I mean, ACW still putting on shows, correct? Yeah, our next show is November 27th, Oshawa, Ontario. Oshawa, Ontario. Okay. And is that, are you predominantly running in Oshawa or you're doing surrounding? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, just Oshawa right now. But over time, there's going to be like growth. Mm -hmm. You never know. It might make its way up east. Um, You've talked about the um, Ontario scene and the East Coast scene. I've, a lot of people might not be too f- too familiar with it. I mean, you mentioned, you know, um, the good group there with Kaizen and uh, more of the old school mentality when it comes to yeah. what the fans enjoy. What else have you noticed out there? Um, I think it, hmm. I mean, this one might not make sense, but it's way, it takes way longer to get to a show. So um, in Ontario, you could wrestle three times in one day for three different promotions and four different cities. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Here, you got one show a day because it's not like everything is so far away. Yeah. Uh, and, unless someone's running in Dartmouth and Halifax, and like you're not, you're not really getting more than one show because everything is so far and there's so much forestry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> other than like the people are nicer, I guess. I'm yeah. not, it's not really, I don't know. I don't know if that answers the question properly. No, it does. I mean, just the fact like it's, the travel alone because i know mm-hmm. being in winnipeg i mean if you get booked for a show in winnipeg you have to hope that there's you know that same promotions doing a couple in a row yeah. in and around there or else you're coming a long drive yeah. just for one show so um i've only been to winnipeg once but it was worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what let's let's talk about that because that was, yeah. was a huge deal for yourself yeah um, so it, i mean it. For those who were there, they got to see you wrestle. But let's talk a little mm. bit about that. Yeah. Um. So it, the it, I was it was brought to me in like I'm assuming I'm gonna say August. I got mm. contact 
So I, I chatted with someone from the company and stuff. And I just, they asked for like to fill out something on their website. So I did. And, and uh, they were like, Oh, are you available for these two dates at the end of September? And I, and I didn't know what the dates were. So I Googled them and I was, I was like WWE Canada or something. And mm-hmm. it was Alberta and like Manitoba. So I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm available for those. Um, I was hoping Toronto and Montreal, which was closer, mm-hmm. but I'm going to take, I'm going to take whatever's offered to me. Yeah. Uh, so I booked my flights and I went down and it started on Monday. I got to, that was like a, a segment with the Miz and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that stuff. But I, when it these those things, you just like, you don't expect anything. You just be there to help. And if they yeah. need you, they need you. And, but the experience just being there is what matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to meet some of my childhood heroes, people like I watched growing up. Uh, and, and that's, that's absolutely wild. Like shaking hands with triple H is something I never dreamed of in my life. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, they're like, well, we don't need extras or anything. So just sit and catering and, and you know, <laughs> it's free, right? Free food mm-hmm. and, and enjoy the show. But then one of the producers was like, here, like uh, you and you, you're wrestling Imperium tonight. I'm like, Whoa. For real? It's like, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Uh, you put your gear on and stuff, and just seeing how the, like the the beast is made is wild. The uh, WWE, mm-hmm. uh, like so many camera crews, so many like cameras backstage, and like uh, uh, what are those called? Like, monitors. Yeah. And and you don't get to feel the ring until you're in it, and so walking down that entrance it was like is this a dream like uh, i got to clap hands and even on the indies i'm gonna be honest i don't i don't do like the run around the ring clapping anyone's hand i just i just go straight to business but mm-hmm. for the, not, i'm not gonna say the first time but for the first time in a long time i actually clapped some fans hands i was like these people have no idea who i am mm-hmm. and so here here i am and there was a guy with a support maritime wrestling shirt in the front row and he yelled he's like i know you and then he showed, like, he went like this for his shirt. I don't know yeah. if this, I don't know if there's going to be video, but uh, there will be now. So, okay. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he like shook his shirt and uh, I, I see. And I, I'm like, whoa, I know you too. And so he took like pictures of me and I was like, that's pretty cool. One person in the crowd knows who I am. And it was a tag match. It was me and a, man, a guy named Emmanuel versus the two guys from Kaizen that's not going through. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm standing on the apron, just trying to get the tag, and my opponents get their partners getting beat up. So I'm, I'm trying to make the tag, and somebody like eight rows back yell, "Andrew Love, I know you from Oshawa." And Oshawa is a pretty small city. It's not Toronto size, but yeah. it's like, and it, it's not, but it's not big. It's not small, but it, it's small to compared to mm-hmm. Toronto. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like now. Remember earlier I said like I was like, man, if if I die today, I'm good. Like if yeah. it ends. I was on the apron and I was like, in my head, I was like, if it ends today, I'm good. I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody, two people at a WWE show know who I am. And I'm, and this was in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I, I've never wrestled in Winnipeg before. I've never been to Winnipeg. It was my first time. Barely knew where I was going. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that someone from like other provinces know me must, I must be doing something right. A hundred percent. 
because uh, like I was there, I remember seeing, and I was disappointed because they didn't announce your guys' names. Because like I'm watching, it's like okay, I want to know who these guys are, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I think it was a few weeks later, I saw a picture on Twitter. I want to say it was uh, Big Ben who tweeted it out, mm. and it was like, oh, that's Andrew Love, and it's like awesome. Like this is the kind of stuff I like because I like being able to learn more and finding out like who this is that I'm watching, you know? So that was like great for me and then being able to reach out i'm like okay mm-hmm. this is awesome yeah that's pretty cool you found me because of that so exactly so i mean i made some contacts you <laughs> you definitely and did the i'm not gonna lie the next day i went on instagram and i just hashtag WWE winnipeg and i found like i was finding pictures and stuff and and like just randomly on the internet people making like jokes and memes about it so that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um so I got like a handful of pictures just from that, from other people who were in the crowd from different angles. And it wasn't like the full building yet. Like people didn't fully come in obviously, but there was, I have to say there was at least 5,000 people there that I got to wrestle in front of. And, and, and if it is all done, like if something happens, I got to wrestle in the WWE ring. Yeah. Obviously nothing's going to happen. I'm going to do it again someday. That's the (laughs) attitude I like to hear. So it was, it was, uh, you know, pretty solid, like maybe two thirds full there. So, I mean, that's, Mm. I think they announced the sellout of 9,000. So you got to think, you know, five, 6,000 people are being able to watch you. That's, yeah, that's big. Yeah. When you were backstage, you mentioned, you know, like shaking Triple H's hand and meeting people. Was there anyone that really surprised you about like when you first met them? Uh, Bobby Lashley was like one of the coolest people there, yeah. like, like like on on the Monday. That was the Monday, but uh, I just I shook so many hands. It, it was hard to remember who was who, and some mm-hmm. of them were there both nights because like there there was like a storm. The hurricanes happening, yes. So they had the whoever was they just used whoever was in Canada. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Bobby Lashley and the Miz were probably some of the coolest. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned that you hoped that it was going to be Toronto and Montreal. So now I'm fully going to be expecting you to be a part of the Montreal pay-per-view in February. Yeah, so. <laughs> me too. I hope so. I hope so. Um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll be in the Elimination Chamber match. You never know. <laughs> who knows? You know, maybe you'll be on your way to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, You've been wrestling out in Ontario, the East Coast. Who do you think that you've watched that you you've gone to know that people should be keeping their eye on? Um, besides yourself, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's a local like wrestler out here in Nova Scotia named Justine Ward, and I think they're going to be like the breakout of this yeah. province. Uh, Charlie Hubley is another one. Um, you get get me on the spot with a bunch of people. Kobe uh, <laughs> Christ, who. Yeah. Who's you, you? You probably know of. Yeah. Um, there's so many, and it, right now it's just it's hard hard to think of people. That's fair. You know, sometimes um, I gotta I, gotta put the uh, yeah you, throw you in there. Yeah, put me on the you. spot. <laughs> and um, uh, in Ontario, there's there's so many. There's there's Kyle Brooks, Crystal Moon. Uh, I think you had Crystal Moon on the show. I did. Uh, and yeah. Seeing her even just from April to where she is now. Yeah, like, it's crazy. She has been killing it out there and I'm very stoked for her. Yeah. Um, and other people like there's, there's a guy named Mikey, Mikey Jenkins from Crossbody. Mm-hmm. And I think he, he's going to be a breakout. Um, uh, Travis Moore. Mm-hmm. I would, he was, he's my tag partner. Uh, we we're part of the gnarly boys together. So, nice. and, and I think we might be the only tag team in Ontario to, uh, 
hold like a singles title as a tag team. So we were co-champions. I don't think anyone ever done that in Ontario. So uh, that's, that's cool. And um, I'm going to say myself, even though you said, don't say myself, I'm no, going to say I, my, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the breakout of both of those provinces. See, I like that. I like the uh, positivity and the attitude. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I'd be amiss if I didn't ask some matches of yours that really stand out to you. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, myself and Alessandro Del Bruno, I'm about to say, is one of my favorites that happened in September at ACW. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another one at JCW, but not Game Changer Wrestling, uh, Great Canadian Wrestling mm-hmm. uh, versus Easy e Eric Carney. Uh, he's he's awesome. That 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 was my longest match I've had. Hmm. Let's see. There's uh, I wrestled. Uh, Shane Saber in February for Great Canadian Wrestling. That's okay. that's there. This one's random. I had a match at Clash Kincaid in Peterborough, Ontario, and that one was that one was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are matches that you could probably find online. Then uh, there's a bunch of matches you can't find online, and they were with Anton Alexiev, who okay. He might have wrestled in the Manitoba area or maybe I, Vancouver. I know he did a stint out in BC and yeah. people were raving about him out there. Yeah, and I've had I had a handful of matches with him in like my first like seven matches and like I like match four, six, eight, whatever it is, mm-hmm. all with him. And uh those were some of my favorites early on. Now if I watched them back, they probably wouldn't be my favorites. Like, but so I'm just gonna say because I haven't watched him in like four years that they're they're that one, those three are in my top five. So, I mean, you, you mentioned like how great that experience was working with WWE. And I mean, you're still young. So like, what is next for you? Where do you want to keep going? Cause obviously you want to make it to the top. Yes. So yeah. What's the projection for Andrew? Uh, well, I want to, I want to wrestle in every province and territory in Canada. That's, <laughs> that that's a goal. Uh, I think I'm at six altogether. Okay. Like uh, Alberta, Manitoba, uh, New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, Nova Scotia. Uh, I'm hitting up PEI later next year and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm getting there. I think I'll get there by the time I'm like 26. Oh, without a doubt. No, yeah. Awesome. Um. And but the main goal is obviously I, I want I want to wrestle for WWE again as many yeah. times as I want. I want I want and my if I can end my career there at some point. And like it doesn't have to happen today, tomorrow, next week. If it happens in fifteen years, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. It's like um, they might not remember me, but they they know they they know of me now. So mm-hmm. it's, the the dream is possible. Uh, I would like to wrestle for AEW, Ring of Honor, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I'd love to go to Japan and Mexico, the UK. That might be a, the next big thing for me. Is the UK? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to wrestle every chance I get. If I gotta make a living wrestling. I've been pretty good at that so far. Obviously, like I do all, like outside jobs, but yeah. um, we all need a real job at this point. But the fact that I can almost pay my rent based on wrestling is fine by me. That is huge when it comes yeah. to like working in wrestling. So, like, mm-hmm. kudos to you. That's awesome. And I mean, just seeing like talking to you and being able to like hear your outlook and like just seeing how hungry you are, like it is a huge like coup to you. So like, I hope you can succeed and get all of this. That's thank awesome. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thanks for having me on the show too. For sure. Um, I got a couple more and then I'll let you enjoy your Friday night. Um, I like to ask 
everyone I talk to for a match recommendation. One of like your favorite matches you've watched that okay. you think the listeners should go out and check out. Um, my all-time favorite match is CM Punk versus John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, that match is like, I can watch it over and over. I watch it every year on the anniversary. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. it doesn't get better than that. Um, I would say RVD and John Cena from the ECW One Night Stand. Yes. That, that match, just the crowd makes it awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll give you a bunch, I guess. Uh, yeah, the, sure. The the whole Jeff Hardy CM Punk feud was amazing to me. That uh, that that was awesome. Um, there's you ever watched the, the yeah, yeah it was another CM Punk John Cena match. I don't know the Raw, but it was on Raw and mm-hmm. CM Punk did a pile driver. That match is awesome. Okay, uh, I'm just giving you a rundown. And then I say I just watched this one, so I have to say it is uh, it's Cactus Jack versus Triple H, but in the cell. Everybody loves the. Loves the Royal Rumble 2000 match, but mm-hmm. there's no way out 2000 match. It was like so awesome. See, I have huge issues with the Cactus Jack Triple H feud because I so wanted Cactus Jack to go over when I'm watching this, and Triple H was always getting the upper hand. And I, yeah, like, when I was younger watching it, I was getting so frustrated. Um, what like you had mentioned the ACW show in November. What else do you have coming up in November that people can find you at? Mm, so November 12th, Kaizen Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm wrestling Justine Ward. Um, November 20th, NSW History in the Making, Oshawa, Ontario. Um, uh, there, there's a couple more. I just don't know where I remember the companies, unfortunately. That's okay. Uh, tomorrow I got UCW and and, and Nova Scotia, Halifax, mm-hmm. uh, Spryfield, but uh, this that already happened by the time this aired. So yeah, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully people who are listening were able to see you there. So yeah, hopefully. And I mean, because right now I'm going to ask you for your social media accounts, and hopefully the listeners will be able to go check that out and yeah. see these upcoming shows. And if you did name them, and then see you at those. Yeah. The, the, this question always stresses me out because I, I always I think I mess up my social medias. But uh, Andrew Love on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, I got an Instagram that I'm super active on at uh, Andrew dot Love one point zero, mm-hmm. and I have a Twitter. And if you just type in Andrew Love, I bet it will come up. I forget the I forget the handle. I don't use it. Perfect. Um, you yeah can you can find me on Pro Wrestling Tees at Andrew Love T shirts. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. That's the basic stuff. I like that you got the pro wrestling tees plug in there too, because some people don't always do that. Yeah. Like, hey, if you got t-shirts, try to sell them, you know? Yeah, so, yeah you gotta, you gotta. Andrew, this was a blast. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's fun. Thank you so much to Andrew Love for joining me on the Grain Maker Wrestling Podcast. I truly appreciate him taking time out of his day to chat with me and just to share his story about wrestling so far. Thank you to him. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me on Twitter at GrainMakerPod. That's where I'm most active. Up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all GrainMaker Wrestling Podcasts. So just search that. You'll find it. YouTube, I've been posting a lot more videos and stuff. So definitely check that out. Doing something a little different. And uh, up on all podcast streaming platforms, so Apple, Google, Spotify, that sort of thing. 
I also have t-shirts available, 25 bucks a piece. Hit me up, I will get one to you. If you're in Winnipeg, I'll hand deliver it. If you're in Canada, send me a message and I'll get you all the shipping and all that. If you're outside of Canada, you can go to whatamaneuver.net, search Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, grab a shirt off there. Uh, you can get one from there if you're in Canada, but it'd be cheaper just to get it from me. So hit me up. You will look very fashionable for this upcoming winter season. So uh, thanks again for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.